country plays hard as I will play the rest of the season and you never see someone push the rest of the team as hard as I will push everybody the rest of the season you never see a team play harder than we will the rest of the season I knew we had a good chance to beat them when I heard Feinbaum picked them to win by about 25 points somebody tell me turned by Chris Davis Davis goes left Depressing week for, for the both of us. Well, you know what, man? I just – I hate that what was arguably the most um, important week of the season so far for the SEC comes at the expense of both of our teams. Um, and obviously, you know, y'all's loss to LSU is not as devastating as our loss to South Carolina. But once again, it sets up this, this race in the East that's going to come down to that yearly game – on a neutral site field Jacksonville, in Jacksonville. Baby. And you know what, man? It just it just goes perfectly seeing how much trash talk was going on during the offseason between Gator fans and UGA fans. And so, you know, I, it just this is just the way it's meant to be, I guess. It's just meant to be Georgia Look, and Florida having to I'm win that game. The, the do I think it's going to come down to us too? Absolutely, but don't sleep on Missouri now, bro. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that they're probably going to beat us, but I'm just saying zero conference losses, and the only two teams that I don't think they're going to beat are us. So if they pull the problem, the problem too is is that they, with them is they lost that really good linebacker they had. Um, I can't remember the guy's name right now, but he's a stud for them. I mean, an absolute. Oh, like did they lose him to an injury or something? Yeah, yeah, he got injured. Um, he got speaking, injured. Speaking of injuries, not to say that that it, I mean, it would have made a huge difference to what, whether or not we won the game or not. I don't know, but Florida's best, you know, two best, you know, two top three players on Florida's defense were out with injuries. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Florida, uh, Florida had injuries. UGA had some injuries. Lawrence Cager went out. Throughout the game, yeah, uh, Brian Harrion didn't play at all. South Um, Carolina had injuries. I know. Walensky still hadn't got. We still hadn't got Tyson Campbell back. I mean, it's man, that game. Let's just go ahead and get it into it, so I can get past this part. (laughs) Just reliving it's making me sick to my stomach. So, I this is the God's honest truth. Games that UGA loses, I have a, I get a bad feeling about early in the game. And it just never goes away. And I felt like we were going to lose that game from, you know, I actually didn't feel this way until the, the pick, pick six. six leading into halftime. When that yeah, happened, that I felt, I just was like, this is not going to go our way. I can just tell. And it, it it's even more painful because once again, it's a backup quarterback. Um, once again, it is a situation where, we have no business losing the game. Um, and it just always seems, man, that there's, 
UGA losses are always these games where people are looking at it and thinking, you know, very rarely does UGA lose a game where people go, well, they're just not, a, they're just the worst team, you know. Um, Auburn and LSU, those two losses over the last couple of years, nobody looked at those games and just said, oh, those teams are just way better than Georgia. You know, Georgia turned around and beat Auburn in the SEC championship that year. Um, yeah. LSU, y'all, you guys beat LSU last year, um, and they spanked us. Yep. And I remember people thinking, like, man, Florida beat LSU and, and Georgia lost to LSU, so what does that mean for the East? And and it just always seems that way, man. I mean, and, you know, me and Derek kind of texted back and forth about the quote-unquote Georgia sports curse. But did you know that, like, very often the week that the Braves get put out of yeah, the Yeah, I saw that. I saw Georgia that. Georgia loses – that's fuck, and I'm a Braves fan, but yeah, I know I did see that. I did see that stat. That was wild. Isn't that but, insane? Oh, it's insane. The only what I my takeaway from this, uh, this game, I mean, obviously, like this was definitely the worst loss in Kirby Smart in a Kirby Smart era, and for the fact that like over the past the past two years, I mean, his first season, I mean, I'm not that's it's the first season as a head coach, yada yada. Don't really count that, but as it, you know, the last two seasons. You guys have had losses in the regular season, but they've been to teams that are good, like that that are ranked, you know, like good ranked teams. You know, yeah. last year it was uh, LSU. The year before that was Auburn. Um, and so, and, and, you know, and both both teams went to a New Year's six, six game that year. So, yeah, I just think I just think that this is just like. I don't know. It's just crazy. It blows my mind. Honestly, when I was when I was like, well, as watching that as a Florida fan or just a fan of like, you know, an SEC East team or whatever, um, my takeaways were: Is South Carolina better than we think? Is Georgia worse than we think? Is what's going on? You know, and I was honestly like, as a Florida fan, like, you know, you think you're going to win it. I thought we were. I thought coming into the season, I thought. Auburn, LSU, and Georgia were going to give us, like, if we were going to lose games, those were the ones on paper that we were going to lose. But I thought yep. South Carolina and Missouri could be a trap game. Um, so kind of like I, like I was sitting there like, oh, my God, like South Carolina, is South Carolina good? Or like, and I think it was like, you know, obviously Will Muschamp, like you were talking about. I mean, he's kind of like if there's a team that's going to upset Georgia like that, like an unranked team, it's going to be Carolina just because like Will Muschamp does that shit. I don't know how he does it. Well, Georgia just always, always plays bad against South Carolina. I mean, the announcers got this stat wrong. I don't know why this announcer said this last night, but he said that this was the first time South Carolina had beaten a rank, a top 10 ranked team in like 50 years. That's not true. In 2014, 50. he said like say. some crazy number. That's not true, though. In 2014, Georgia was ranked number six. South Carolina was ranked number 24, and they beat us. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, I remember seeing that stat on. Like on, we on, repeatedly, uh, we lost thirty-five to zero to, um, or thirty-five to seven. I mean, to South Carolina when um, Todd Gurley was still there and Aaron Murray was still there, um, and we ended up in the SEC championship. And that was the year we lost to Bama. You know, in a very tight game that was the best college football game I've probably ever watched. Um, yeah. So this just is something that Georgia does, man. And I said this on Twitter last night. I don't want to hear nobody else talk about a natty until we can win, go through a regular season without dropping a game in which we're favored. LSU game last year, we were favored. Auburn game the year before, we were favored. This year, we were favored by three scores against what? South Carolina. Not only, 
Like, I'm just tired of that. I'm just yeah. tired of it. Well, the thing that blows my mind the craziest out of like all of this is that it was at home. Like, yeah, you don't like you don't drop a game like that at home. Like, it's more a little more understandable away, but yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, Georgia's just got to move past it. To, to be yeah. honest, as a as a Florida fan, like, like if I'm gonna take away, like on on. I guess sad, sad things to take away that as a glass half full kind of thing is number one coming off a loss. Um, and we'll talk, I'll get into the LSU game, but honestly, like as a Florida fan, I, I, you know, there's some things that we need to clean up for sure. And, and what's crazy is that like, I was super, super impressed with Kyle Trask. Um, it was the defense that let me down, um, which I never thought I would be saying. But going, but what I was getting into was coming off a loss. I think we'll, you know, I was worried about South Carolina, but coming off a loss to LSU, um, I don't think we dropped that game. And especially um, if if their backup quarterback is going to be in, you know, I hope Ryan yeah. Lansky's okay, but I don't think he's going to be playing next week. Um, yeah, and actually, man, I didn't even realize this. Helensky was their backup. Yeah, he he was. So they're like they're third. They're to the third string quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. I think you know here's here's my takeaways from the Georgia game. I've I've obviously spent the last twenty four hours plus thinking about this game. Um, number one, I do think some injuries stacked up in a way that hurt us. Is that an excuse? No, we got dudes. We got dudes in depth like nobody in the country, in my opinion. Um, so that shouldn't hurt us, but. When you have playmakers go out, when you haven't had a defense that's been at full strength yet, um, those things add up. And, you know, we say it all the time, and people can say what they want, you know, non-SEC people, but the SEC is a tough league, and South Carolina is a team that has to play the hardest schedule in the nation. Um, and so if you think that team wasn't prepared to be in big games this year, you're just – you're crazy. Of course they are. Um yeah. Another thing, you know, I think that we couldn't get momentum going. It seemed like every time we got moving the ball, we'd have a penalty or we'd have a turnover. I mean, Jake Fromm fumbled a snap, Parker. He fumbled a snap. And under the center, perfect snap, he fumbled it. So yeah, he, he, you're, he, you're looking at a, a quarterback who, since he's been a starter, a player at Georgia, has not had games like this. He threw three interceptions. Now, given one of them, um, probably one of the worst receivers um, that I've watched as a Georgia fan, let the ball go through his hands in overtime, um, and it went straight to South Carolina's best defensive player, um, the same guy who had the other two picks. But the uh, one of his picks was he said, and Kirby said, he was trying to throw it away, but he was going off his back foot and didn't put enough on it. And that guy... That cornerback's like 6'5". Tell me how insane that is. He's a 6'5 yeah. cornerback, and if you don't put it high enough, he can get to it. And he did, and he took it to the house. I mean, that yeah, kid's but the ball. He had a day. Um, yeah, of course. The second one, to the same guy, Jake threw the ball outside the receiver, and the receiver broke inside. Um, so it was just a miscommunication. I don't know if it was a miscommunication, if Jake thought he was going to break the other way towards the sideline or what, or but – the other one was a bad throw, and it ends up intercepted. Four turnovers. So we had no momentum. Um, we had a blocked field goal. Uh, there's this situation at the end of the regulation where we could try to kick a 60-yarder with Rodrigo um, or go for it. But that kick would have been like 55 yards, which his career long is 58. 
would have been 55 yards if not for a um, penalty yeah. um, on the play before. And the penalty was an illegal procedure where we shifted wrong. It was a legal shift, yeah. Yes. So it's like, it's like, am I mad that we lost? Yes, but there's not a single person in the country that thinks South Carolina is a better team than Georgia. Oh, no. And what's great, I I thought Georgia was going to win that game. There was, like— When they missed that field goal in overtime, bro, I was like, we're actually going to pull it out. Oh, yeah, I know. We're going to pull it out. Although, what's crazy is that I was like—like, when it went to overtime, I was like, Georgia's going to win. Then Fromm throws the pick, and then I was like, holy shit. And then the buddy misses the field goal, and I'm like, all right, there was— like if South Carolina was going to win it, win this game, that was going to be it right there. And yeah, and that's why, man. You know, obviously, I joke about the Georgia curse, and you know, people in Georgia obviously talk about it all the time. But stuff like that is what makes it feel like a curse when it's like you're trying to give them the game and they can't close it out, and then one of the arguably the best kicker in the nation misses a forty-five or forty-two yard field goal. Yeah, time to lose the game. I mean, yeah, this is a guy that, crazy. at the end of the game, we were like, he could make a 60-yarder. Like, we should kick the ball here. And, of course, Kirby's worried about a kick six and all that, so he doesn't do it. Um, but, man, I, I just feel like, you know, the mistakes. So, those are my big takeaways. I told you this over text. If you're a team coming in to a, a hostile environment and you're trying to get an upset – if I'm a coach, the things I'm saying are we need no mistakes, no penalties, no turnovers. South Carolina didn't turn the ball over. They did not have the kind of penalties that Georgia had. Um, and you're going that we need those things um, to win. And then Georgia comes in to this game. They have four turnovers. They have lots of penalties. And then, in my opinion, and this isn't just my opinion. This is everyone who watched the game's opinion. There was just bad play calls. Um, and I thought our defense played well. Um, defense, technically, we lost um, we lost 20 to 17. Uh, so the defense gave up 13 points. Um, seven points came off of a pick six. six. And three of those points were in overtime. So in regulation, the defense only gave up 14 points. Georgia should never lose a game in which they only give up 14 points. Oh, yeah. no. I mean, that's just the truth. So... It's it's pretty crazy. It you know, is. What, oh, I don't like. There's not really much to say other than what you said. I mean, pretty much. I mean, and you know the the truth is like, if we were gonna lose a game in the East, it's better to lose somebody like South Carolina who doesn't have a chance of making the SEC championship game because then we don't have to worry about tiebreaker situation. But if we lose our only SEC game to Florida, and Florida's only SEC loss is to LSU, then Florida has the tiebreaker win right to go to the championship. So, yep. That's if, where, saying, like, like, if we had to lose one, I guess this is the best one for us to lose, man. But I'm just tired of losing games we shouldn't lose. I'm just over it. I'm so over it. Well, now it's, you know, <clears throat> as a Florida fan, like, when I was thinking about, like, the LSU game, and I'll just talk about the LSU, but, like, what your thing with the one loss is, um, like, I was kind of coming into it, like, if we're going to lose to somebody, I want it to be LSU, and this is why. Because, number one, they won't affect us, like, in the East. Number two, they're a top five team, so look good for resume as far as like rankings. Did I ever think? I did not think we were going to go to the playoffs. So one loss to me doesn't really matter. Now Georgia sure. had play. Georgia has playoff hopes, and one loss does affect that. Now teams still get in, but it's just, you know, do they? You know, the problem is this: is Georgia's one loss is to an unranked South Carolina team, whose whose only wins right now are Charleston Southern and Kentucky. 
So yep. if there's another one loss team, they're going to supersede Georgia. You know what I mean? And Georgia only has yeah. Georgia only has one more ranked opponent left on their schedule. Well, if Georgia wins the SEC championship, I don't think there's any way to keep it. Correct. Out. Correct. But yeah, and that's what I'll get into now. Anyone, any whoever wins the SEC championship is getting into the playoff, right? Like unless like it's just I just like a two two loss team. But how that would be incredible. How would that even happen? I guess Missouri. Florida and Georgia would each have to have two losses, and then whoever got in off the weird tiebreaker situation that would happen there won the SEC championship. Then yeah, maybe that team doesn't get in. Um, but then does the team if Alabama loses only losses in the SEC championship game to a two-loss team, do they get in? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it just seems weird. Like I just can't imagine a scenario. I guess I can imagine a scenario in which the SEC champion doesn't get in. But it's just a weird scenario that I have no idea what it would look like in the particulars. Um, so it's gonna the season's just gonna get crazy now because now we're gonna see what this Georgia team's really made of, and I really think we hadn't seen the best from Florida yet either. I don't think um, so either. Just because th- I think they played better against LSU than a lot of people thought they would, um, and. I think that because they're in the same situation Georgia's in where they go, oh, we can play with the best teams in the country, and Georgia lost to a team that we believe we're better than. Now Dan Mullins and his staff's going to be coaching you know, their ass off the same way that Georgia is going to be coaching their ass off. So I think we're going to see some interesting football down the stretch. Um, and that, you know, we can move into the Florida LSU game. Um, I want to hear your thoughts on it. I was impressed by both teams. Um and I have to take back anything bad I said about, you know, um, LSU and them yeah, being two or whatever. That offense is legit. That uh, That's that's the first thing I'm going to say. That offense, like, there was some poor tackling jobs. Florida missed two of their defensive players. But honestly, this like, it, it wouldn't have mattered in the fact that, like, the offense still would have put up numbers. Um, I mean, it's crazy. That all, yeah, Joe Burrow's legit. The offense is legit. Um, it's pretty crazy. Um, I think LSU might be on the like the cutting edge of college football offenses going forward. Like this is an offense we haven't really seen this style. You know, it's more of like an NFL style. Um, and Florida's got one of the best defenses in the country. Even if they did have two starters out, they're still very good. And man, it just looked like it was wide open. Like it just seemed like. No matter where Burrow threw the ball, they were guys open. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was wild. Um, and y'all had to play in like a zone, like a deep, you know, like a zone style defense. So the running game even took off some. And well, the problem was the problem was is that when you have Grenard, Grenard, who the two guys we lost are the two guys who are going to be first rounders, and they both are have unbelievable numbers as far as pressuring the quarterback this year, and so. The problem was is that, um, you know, Joe Burrow is legit, and if you let him sit, if you're playing a zone defense and you don't get to the quarterback, then you're screwing yourself. And we didn't – I don't even think we had one sack last night. Um, wow. So, yeah, so, um, you know, if we're letting him sit in the pocket all day – and that was the biggest issue with our defense. I, we let, we gave Joe Burrow too much time, and credit to LSU's offensive line and, and, and you know, Joe Burrow. Um, but, you know – not being able to do that and in a way, you know, and, and LSU, I can say that we lost to a top two team in the country because LSU's number two, you know, according yeah. to today. So, you know, like, like I said, there's, I can't say it's a good loss because that's an oxymoron to me, 
But, um, you know, there's a lot of things that I was impressed with, 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 um, you know, with Florida. I know the defense is going to be straight once we get healthy. And, you know, I know Grantham will do fine, you know, and all that good stuff. Um, it's really, I was really, what I was concerned about was, was, was the offense going to be able to keep up with LSU? And a hundred percent was. And I know if you look at the final score, it was 48 to 28 or 42 to 28, but I think very easy, like, like. It, it, I think it was closer than what the score even looks like. And it's not even that it's, it wasn't even that close. I mean, it wasn't even that far yeah. apart the score. So um, I was, and I'm really, really, I was super, super impressed with Kyle Trask. Like, yeah. I felt like he played pretty well, um, uh, uh, you know, especially considering his situation. Um, but I will say the two picks he threw, one of them obviously got called back. So that doesn't go on the box yeah. score, but both of those throws were bad throws. Um, well, the, the the correct. I mean, there's only one, but the second the the one he actually threw, um, I don't like blaming the refs and stuff like that. But there was a there's a was going circulating on Gator Twitter where we there was the way the play was situated. It wasn't where he threw the ball. Tyree Cleveland or one receiver is going to run like a wheel route up the sideline, and LSU defender like was holding him so bad that he like yeah. pulled his pants down, and they never called yeah. it. Not that I mean, it is what it is. But sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, I was actually looking at this just to kind of give you some reference. Kyle Trask, uh, Kyle Trask has only played one, two, three, four games. Yeah. So actually, four four games in a quarter, and these are his stats, which I think like, well, I'll compare him to Jake Fromm, which, um, so let's see here. Kyle Kyle Trask has ten touchdowns, three interceptions. He's thrown for um, 1,200 yards, and he's got a 68 com- com- uh, 68 completion percentage. Jake Fromm has nine touchdowns, three interceptions, all which came on. All in that game. And then he's thrown for seven. He's thrown for 72 completion percentage and 1,300 yards, 1,350. Yeah. So, By the way, Bryce during the Georgia game tried to tell me that Jake Fromm's completion percentage this season was 59. percent I called him. I called him. He read a stat earlier this week, which was SEC quarterbacks throwing outside the numbers, and Jake yeah. Fromm was 59%. I told yeah. him I was wrong. But, no, so, um, I mean, I was impressed with Kyle Trask. I'm not, like, obviously I'm sad with the loss. Um, yeah, of course. But, like, I'm not, you know, and to be 100% honest, like, as bad as this sounds, like, um, you know, it made it a little bit easier losing to now a top ten, a top two team in the nation, and then also having Georgia lose the same. Oh, day. of course, gonna, of so, course. Because you know, not even just because you know, you know my relationship with Georgia fans, but also just because of the standings. Like it would have been even great if, like, I would have been super happy if Missouri would have lost. Yeah, so, because now if you look at if you look at the S, the upcoming SEC schedule, um, Georgia has Kentucky, right? Then we yep. have a bye week. And then we have Florida. Right now, Florida's number nine and Georgia's number ten. Yep. So we got a top ten matchup once again: Georgia, Florida, and Jacksonville. Um, and all eyes are going to be on that game. You know, game day might even end up there. Yeah. Um, no, I, I was looking at. So I think that by the time that we hit, um, that it, it comes to us, I expect both teams to win this weekend. I yeah. Florida to take care of business at South, at South Carolina, and I think. Uh, I think Georgia is playing – or Kentucky's coming to Georgia. So If South Carolina did manage to beat y'all, it would be ridiculous for them to have win bo- won both of those games in a row. Oh, it would be – yeah. Can you no. imagine? 
I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but no, it would be. Will Muschamp would be on another level if he got to beat his alma mater, Georgia, and then the school that he got fired at two weeks in a row. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I don't. uh, I don't foresee it happening in any sense of in any, you know, way, shape or fashion. Um, But that would just be ridiculous uh, to see. Um, so what I was gonna say, my prediction though was when I was looking at matchups, I think that um, uh, Florida, Florida and Georgia will both. Uh, I think Florida could be ranked as high as six, and Georgia could be ranked as high as seven or eight by the time um, by the time we play because um, week nine, which is the week right before we play, um, Wisconsin, uh, the number sixteen plays the number four team. And I think that uh, I think Ohio State will beat Wisconsin. Yeah. So, oh, dude, um, wait, that's another team. They're not in SEC, but I watched their game against yeah. uh, Michigan State. Wisconsin legit, is freaking bro. good, dude. That defense yeah, Wisconsin's is legit. legit. And that's what, they have the least amount of five-star players on their team of any like contender. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty insane. And then Notre Dame, Notre Dame plays Michigan. So I think Notre Dame could lose, and and then you're losing, and then what? Either number four or number six is losing. So I think that you could have probably. Uh, uh, I think what the rankings are probably going to be is probably it's probably going to be like a seven number seven versus number eight kind of deal in Jacksonville. Yeah. And I think that's like the only uh, ranked matchup. Yeah, which that will be that will be awesome. I mean, it really will. Um, and obviously, we will both be super pumped for that game. Um, there's potential that I'll be at the game. Um, I know you'll well, be at the I game. Will be at always the game. go. Um, there's potential that I will. Um, so I'm looking forward to that game. But uh, let's put our let's put our woes behind us for the night, and let's talk about some of the other things that happened in the SEC this week. First off, Missouri, you know, handles Ole Miss pretty well. They don't seem. I mean, it's, it ended up being a pretty close score, but they were in control for most of the game. Um, and now they're ranked 22. They broke into the rankings. Um, Which they should be. Yeah, they should. And, I, you know, I was afraid Kelly Bryant was hurt after that hit he took last week, and it seems that he's still healthy and going to play. So, you know, Missouri loses to Wyoming in the beginning of the year. We think maybe Missouri's nothing like we thought they were, and now they've rattled off some wins and they're ranked. Um, and they're well, still they're, – they're atop the SEC East right now, um, technically. So, um, you know, that's, I, that's pretty crazy to think about considering they lost to Wyoming week one. Well, you know what's crazy is that um, Missouri. The reason that I think a lot of people have Missouri as a a dark horse, number one, Kelly Bryant, and he's had a great year. Uh, but also their their schedule. They there's no reason they should they should be six and zero right now. Um, the loss to Wyoming's brutal. Um, yeah. But the, they're only playing. They are only playing two ranked teams this year, and that is Georgia and Florida, and that is yep. it. And their two their two West matchups are Ole Miss and Arkansas, which are arguably the worst two teams in the SEC. So oh, yeah, we can talk about Arkansas in just a minute. Good lord. I know. yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, good for Mizzou. Like I said, I think I actually do believe that they can make some noise, um, and 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 do some and do some damage if they needed to. But uh, uh, who knows? I think I think you're looking at least probably nine wins by. I, I mean, at least like if shit just goes wrong, I think eight wins. But I think very easily they could get nine wins. So. Um, and then with, uh, with, uh, I mean, the other big game, I guess was, was Texas A&M and, uh, Alabama. 
And, man, I think Texas A&M is just not as good as we thought they were. No, I think Kellen Mond and their receivers are about it. Um, yeah. They've got some good receivers, and they've got Kellen Mond, and that is about it, man. I mean, they just well, – I don't even know if they have that. I, I, honestly, I'm, I'm very um, – I'm not impressed with Alabama's defense at all uh, this no. year. So, um you know, obviously, it's it's freaking crazy. Tua, Tua will throw a slant, and then next thing you know, it's a 60-yard touchdown. Like, yeah. it's just – I'm going to be honest. Just, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I know Georgia just lost to South Carolina, and everybody's, you know, crapping on Georgia's heads, and for good reason. they Our heads deserve to be crapped on. But if Alabama manages to beat LSU, I think the East – whoever goes in from the East has a really good chance of winning the SEC championship. Um Oh, because, no, I, honestly, like, this is going to sound crazy. Um, I think that I think that um, whoever wins the East this year has a really good chance of winning the SEC. I, I really I just don't – I just don't think LSU may be able to handle the mental part against Alabama. I mean, Alabama oh, – That game's going to be like – that game is going to be like 50 to 40, like some of a crazy – It's going to be ridiculous, yeah. And I think that honestly, my dream scenario would be LSU makes it to the SEC championship, and Florida makes it, and yeah, we play a game. Revenge, yeah. Um, just because I think with Grenard and Zuniga, and then on a neutral site, um, you know, Death Valley at night is is a is a, is insane to play at. Um, yeah. And then obviously, I think if we're healthy, I mean, not to say we'd win, but I I would just like that kind of like how you guys won at yeah. Auburn a couple years ago, and like for sure business, but. For sure, it was a good feeling. I think, yeah, I mean, I think that uh, Texas A&M was very. I, I'm glad they're finally at the top 25. I didn't, I didn't think they deserved to be into it last week. Um, you know, so uh, you know, and then another team that that uh, finally got a dub was was Tennessee, and I think um, Mississippi State's missing them a little bit of damn bowling. Yeah, man, Joe Moorhead may not may not be there very long. Um, I read a tweet from somebody that follows our um, that I follow on our Twitter and follows us. That's like an MSU person, and they said um, they said that the athletic director was present at Joe Moorhead's post conference, and they said that never happens. Really? Yeah, they said that he does like the athletic director doesn't come into the press conferences very often, and he was there like watching the press conference after the loss to Tennessee. Yeah, that's brutal. I mean, you're looking at. You're looking at it doesn't. I mean, Mississippi State is gonna. I mean, they're gonna lose to the LSU. They're gonna lose to A and M. They're gonna lose to Alabama, and then they have some cupcake Ole Miss and Arkansas. Which, yeah. honestly, at this point, I don't. They could lose. You know. Man, Arkansas is so bad. Well, talking about a coach that's on the hot seat, I I thought for sure that you know you can't get rid of a team that you can't get rid of a coach for his second year and he's coming into Arkansas, but. Arkansas this man, is so bad. This man needs to win one SEC game this year. Like they lost can't. to Kentucky, and Kentucky was playing a receiver at quarterback. Where that? What, what happened Kentucky, to Kentucky? I didn't watch that game. Kentucky had a receiver at quarterback. Let me read you this, Parker. Because oh, I'm looking this at it now. Blew my mind. Um, what happened? What happened to uh, Kentucky's quarterback? I'm not sure. I haven't got to really watch them. Um, since the, uh, since, yeah, since the Florida game, um, just cause Saturdays have been busy and my football time is kind of cut down this year cause of my baby, but, um, reading about the game and stuff, 
Um, I couldn't believe this, that they beat Arkansas with a receiver at quarterback. And he didn't come in because the guy was hurt. He started at quarterback. Yeah, what the hell? What Did, they, did their quarterback get hurt? So listen, this kid's name is – hold on, my page is low. I don't want to get his name right because this I is this Lynn Bowden. Dude, listen to this shit. Listen to, <laughs> listen to this shit. Before yesterday's game, I believe that he was like the second leading receiver for Kentucky. Yes. And then they played him at quarterback. Yes. Okay, 24 carries for 196 yards, two rushing touchdowns, 7 of 11 passing for 78 yards. Oh my gosh, bro. Look, and I'm beat honest. Arkansas. And listen to this. Kentucky, okay, Jared Lorenzen got um honored at Kentucky this weekend. Um they cuz you know he passed away not too long ago. Yeah. Um and they honored him. They did this whole special presentation. Kentucky got a fourth down stop on the 22-yard line. Oh, no way. Yes, dude. That's pretty cool. Well, again, I mean, get context that his number was 22. Yes. So he was a court, he was a giant quarterback that should Lineman and war 22. <laughs> so, 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 Smith got hurt. Yeah. So, that's freaking crazy, dude. That so is so how bad. Like, like, I've never even heard of that. I've never even heard of a receiver starting at quarterback and winning a game. Like, receivers are always the last ditch effort quarterbacks, but I've never the heard problem of them is literally they, I mean, I don't know if they had who I don't know who they're raw like who they have on their roster, but like they they went through. Isn't it crazy this year, dude? That freaking the quarterback situation in the SEC as far as like like you know um, you've had Florida who's had to go down to their third string quarterback at one point and is on their second string quarterback. You've had Kentucky who lost their first first string quarterback and then their second string quarterback's now injured. Now he's on his third string, and then you had freaking you know Arkansas has been through three quarterbacks. Uh, it's just been. And then uh, who else? I mean, I can't even think about. Um, I mean, South Carolina has been through. Yeah. Uh, so like, it's just insane. And then Tennessee, really Tennessee's been through, has been going through quarterbacks. And I mean, there's only like, like, I mean, for quarter, the quarterback situation at Florida is is fine. But and the fact that like you're looking at who you thought was going to be the starter in the first year, regardless of injuries, are just sucking. It's been like you've had like five or five teams in the SEC where, where their quarterback isn't. I know, isn't, man. Which is crazy. I know. And we're really shaping up for a um, a crazy end to the year, um, which I've got something I want to ask you about that uh, I Well, think I have a question to ask you, too. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Well, it's completely, completely unrelated. But just like, like in my mind now, because I just feel like, you know, a week ago when I would have asked you this question, you would have said nobody. But like, when I'm when you're looking ahead at Georgia's schedule, are you scared of any game? Like like you like in the fact that like are you just worried about any games? Because if I ask you, I'm scared of every game now. Which is I, like I'm insane. scared of every game. It should be, but I, like I just don't. Here's the thing, man. Georgia, I've been a Georgia fan my entire life. Okay, um, and I've never had a season where I felt like this year was the first time I ever felt like. We're gonna finish undefeated. This is the like first I, year you I, thought it. Yeah, this is the first year I ever felt like we're gonna finish undefeated. Coming into the year. Coming into the year, yeah. Every other year I've been like, there's a couple that I think we could lose. This year, go back and listen to our old episodes. Yeah. I, no, I, I no, thought yeah. we'd finish undefeated, and so for us to do that at home against the South Carolina team, um, 
that was two and three. Um, I mean, I just, there's no words for it. And so to me, I'm worried about every game because it's like I said, I don't want to, I don't want anybody to talk to me about SEC championship. I don't want anybody to talk to me about playoffs, natty, this, that, the other. No, I want us to win the game in front of us until there aren't any games in front of us. Like, we'll just win the one in front of you. Well, what's crazy to me is, is this, like, like, even if you would have asked me a week ago, I would have been like, no. I mean, the only game that I thought the only game that I thought Georgia needed to worry about was Florida, just because I'm a biased fan, but I also do believe in my team. Like, I think. But it's also that's a game that like is could go either way every year. Yeah, but like what I'm getting into is now like okay, Kentucky's going to be a breeze next week, but then you have Florida, Missouri, Auburn, and Texas A&M in four weeks back to back to back to back to back. Yep. Like, like not to say that. I, you know, I think at worst you probably, I mean, if we're just talking like meltdown situation, I think you, you, at worst, you lose two games there. Um, yeah. I think at best you go through, you run through them. I, I mean, but it's very, I, I could definitely see Georgia losing a game there. I'm not, you know, if, I was if we lose, fan, like if you, if you gave me a situation and you said, okay, let's say you lose one game, who's it to probably Florida. Um, yeah. If you say you lose two, then it's probably y'all and Auburn. Auburn. Um, I mean, but even I really, the, even Missouri being though, with Kelly honest, Bryant, like, I'm worried about them as a four. Yeah, fan. but here's my thing: is I think that I'm a big, you know, I, I and maybe this is silly, maybe it's superstitious, whatever. I'm a big guy that I look at our history with teams, and I do this for other other teams as well. Um, we have a history of losing to South Carolina. Um, we have a history of you know, a rivalry with Auburn. We have a history of rivalry with Florida. So those games are always games that I kind of like earmark. Um, the history of us in Missouri, I just, they have to be, you know, I, it would have to be a meltdown situation, I think, for us to lose to Missouri. Um, yeah. They've got a really good defense, but um, their offense isn't so good that it just makes me, you know, terrified. Um, you know, South Carolina, to me, if you have said, Hey, in the East, who's the most likely team you lose to other than Florida? I would have said South Carolina before the year started. Um, just really? Because they, yeah, but just because of the history of that game, man, I've watched Georgia piss that game away multiple times in my life. I mean, Spurrier, Deer and Spurrier's years in South Carolina, South Carolina would be god awful and find a way to beat Georgia. Yeah. So that's yeah, pretty just, cr- We just always, you know, South Carolina's a team we always just screw up against. Um, if you look at those losses that are connected to Braves losses, um, I'm writing a piece right now for on the sidelines for Derek about the Georgia sports curse. Um, and if you look at those losses, I'm doing some research. If you look at those losses that are connected to the Atlanta Braves playoff losses, most of them are losses to South Carolina. I think I looked at it. I didn't, I didn't, I was trying to remember. If you I, find I it that. again, try to find the, try to find it again and look. Most of them are losses in South Carolina. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty. Cr- I, I just remember looking at who the Braves lost to. It was like the Dodgers most of the time. And, and, and this is times like, this is my honest opinion. I don't think we'll lose another game in the regular season. But that's I'm what I was going to ask you. Game. I am worried about every game, but I don't think we will because I think that this loss, um, the Kirby after the game, I expected him to seem frazzled and seem kind of angry. That's he that seemed, is one thing. That yeah, that's as a as a that's one thing that I was like, like I was curious to see how he how his post game press conference was gonna go, and I saw clips of it, and he was essentially like, 
like I liked his response and the fact that like he was just brutally honest and I like how he was just like, no, we got outplayed, we got work, yeah. we got outcoached. Like, like, and not like, just that, every man, it was just his that. demeanor. I expected him to have his visor off, to be sweaty and kind of disheveled. Like, you know what I mean? You know that look coaches have when they go through a hard game and you can just tell it's they, it's been taken out of them. Like they just he looked, looked like he looked like he was ready to get back to work immediately. On, yeah, honestly, like, and this isn't me trying to. This is just an easy example because I watched the whole game and I watched the press conferences. The way Dan Mullen looked after the LSU game, Dan Mullen looked like he ran a marathon to me. Like he looked like he was very frustrated for good reason. That offense is very frustrating. Um, he looked, you know, he said the right things, but to me, he looked like very kind of upset. Kirby, dude, looked. I mean, he just looked like he was like, it is what it is, and we got to keep going. And that's well, the first thing he said yeah. at his press conference was, I told those guys, you can't hang your head. We got to get back to work. That's just the bottom line. That's a, and, that's, and- a, uh, that's, a scary, that's a scary thought, though, because – and we'll go back. Like, when coaches are like that, though, I remember t- just example I can go back to. Last year, Dan Mullen, when we lost to Missouri, he was like – he had this press conference. He's like, people keep score. And you're either going to lose he, – you either win or you lose. And if, if I'm playing something, I want to beat your ass. Yeah. yeah. And, like, from there we won, like, eight ga- – we literally, from there we won uh, – from that game on, we didn't lose a game until we lost the L- this LSU game. So well, this lost- is this is my honest opinion of this weekend because I have not felt this upset by a Georgia game in a long, long time. Um, probably the most, the most upset I've been by a Georgia game before this was when we lost the 2012 SEC championship against Alabama in a game that we should have definitely won. Um, this game will either be remembered in the way that the Florida loss to Ole Miss when Tebow gave the speech is remembered, or it will be the start of a meltdown that who knows how bad it can be. Like, that's the two options to me. I don't see us finishing out the year middling and maybe losing one um, one additional and then, you know, going to maybe a New Year's Six, but maybe, you know, something. So you're saying you, either, you're saying you either win out or you – you're saying you either win out or you lose three games? Like No, I think the most we lose is two, but if we lost three regular season games, that would be – that would be an absolute – I mean, that would be – a failure of a season. Well, I remember when we first, I think when our first podcast, we had talked about, you know, what would be a, what would be a, a victory season for you and what would be a, uh, a and, letdown. And what did I say? Undefeated. Undefeated would be a victory. I Anything think you said. Would feel like a letdown. You did say that. You were coming out hot. So our, it's, it's already a letdown, bud. Unless you just go. It is a letdown, man. Because here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. My whole life, it's either been we don't have the right coach or we don't we don't know how to win the big one or these certain teams give us trouble or whatever and we've got like say what you want about Kirby say what you want about his staff we've got coaches that can compete at the highest level in college football we've got the recruits to compete at the highest level at football we've got the facilities to compete at the highest level of college football there are no more excuses period so well, I saw I saw the uh... I did see a couple of Georgia fans start to tweet out. First, the first thing I saw was fire Cooley. Oh then yeah, I, that's that's expected. Then I did not. I was very, 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 very surprised when I saw this tweet. But I got a, um, actually somebody you might know. Uh, his name's uh, what's his name? Bryce Duke, maybe Georgia yeah. fan. He said 
he said this this proves um, this game proves right here that Georgia or here we go. This is the tweet. I love Kirby, I really do, but he proved today that he's absolutely a better recruiter than a coach. Not that yeah, I'm saying that's because like, like he's the that. best recruiter because like he's like the best recruiter in the nation. Yeah, for him like, to be a better coach than he is recruiter would mean he's the greatest coach of all time. Pretty much. I mean not because you know I mean? like, not yeah. yeah. No, I get what so you're saying. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. I, I really do trust the direction Kirby Smart's going in. I really do trust, you know, what's so. going I'm on. Um but I think that you're in a, he's in a situation where this is his dream job. It's his first head coaching job, and it's his dream job. And if he does this right, he goes down in history as the greatest Georgia coach of all time, and there will be statues built of him, and everyone will – people will have Kirby Smart tattoos, for goodness sakes. Myself may be one of them, and that's not even a joke if he does it right. If he messes up, which things like this weekend are messing up, then he will go down as somebody, you know, viewed in a very bad light in Georgia history. He'll go, Mar- he'll go down as Mark Rick 2.0. That's what oh, it'll be worse than Mark Rick, man. I'm telling you right now, it'll be worse than Mark Rick if it goes, if it starts going sideways. But it's all, but like, it, it's gonna go downhill from here because if he's not taking the playoff, then anything's a, anything's a. Uh... Yeah, but he could not take him to the playoff this year and it'd be okay, like in the grand, in the long run. What I'm saying is, in the long run, like. Like you, he has maybe this year and next year. I was about to say, bro. To no. It out. Well, he's got this year because if he doesn't get you the playoff this year, you're gonna you're losing too much. You're not losing too much, but you're losing Jake. I mean, yeah. Who's your quarterback? Fromm's I actually, gone. I have a actually. I kind of feel like Fromm will stay. Honestly, I think I Fromm like. will stay unless we win it all. So he's that's staying. just my, that's just my feeling on it. Did you hear what I said? No. Did you? What'd you say? I said so. He stank. Oh, you're 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 messing with me. But yeah, probably. I mean, if you ask me to pick who's going to win the national championship, I think LSU probably will win it. Like I, Dude, I don't honestly know if the team can 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 play with them right now. Um so This is the scariest LSU's looked in a long time. LSU looks And me and you are gonna be eating some crow if they win a national championship with Edo at the helm. Oh yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we yeah. are. Okay, so let's let's wrap up. I'm I've got to finish up dinner, yeah, but uh, I, there is one thing I want to let's 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 not do studs and scrubs. Let's just each give a hot take real quick, um, and then we can uh, we can close it out. So here's my hot take. I almost texted you this. Vandy lost to UNLV this weekend, twenty four to ten. Yep. Derek Mason is going to be gone this year, and Kirby wow. Smart hires him as defensive coordinator. That's that is pretty hot. All right, let me think here. Yeah, because he's not going to hire Muschamp because you guys just shave Muschamp's job. Oh, my gosh. I'm, for real. If, I'm being for real. You just like – like, I'm being for real. South Carolina is going to make a bowl game this year. If Muschamp – you don't understand how happy I would have been if Muschamp came and was the defensive coordinator in Georgia. Didn't I tell you that? Like, like as just kind of messing around, like he could come yeah. there if he got hired. All right, my hot take. Oof. Gosh, I don't know, man. You had to give me. I feel like you were stockpiling this one. I mean, you I talked, was. I was a little bit. Um, I mean, do you want me to go on the same line? Like, if I'm going dark, like, sure. Just, just give me a hot take on what happens with Derek Mason. Oh, Derek Mason. I think Derek Mason stays. I think uh, he stays. He's, I think he stays. He lost sure. by 14 to UNLV. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is an even hotter take. Let me think about this for a second. This is going to be an even hotter take. I think that. Let me look at every SEC school. I think that no SEC coaches are fired this year. None? None. How about that? 
Is that, that is a hot take. That is a hot take. I mean, we're going to have to wait a long time to, to figure that out. I thought we you are, were but listen, man, we've got a lot of football left. Like, I felt like the season was going quick, and then this season, this weekend happened, and I'm like, oh, man, there's a lot of football left, and there's a lot of things we're going to find out. Well, I knew when the Auburn started, I was like, all right, football season's getting real. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't think I don't think anyone gets fired this year. I think everyone's too new at their programs. And I think all right, man. Well, we'll see. We've got this week and then a bye week for both Georgia and Florida, and then we might see today. each other in Jacksonville. LSU, Florida, and the SEC championship. I mean, that's not a bad. Is that pick. even that hot of a take? Is that no, even it's that really not? Take? That's not that bad of a pick. Hot take. If I'm yeah. going hot and I'm like knock on wood because I don't want this to happen, Missouri makes the SEC. Or Missouri wins the SEC. Oh gosh, why'd you even say that out loud? I don't want to. Knock on wood. Lord, forgive me. All right, man. Well, I'll let you go, um, and we'll catch up later this week. All right, man. Have a good night. All right. See you, man.